I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody, family all around the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And to say I am excited about today's conversation is an understatement. I have joining me a dear friend um, who is also an international prophet. He is loved and respected all over the world now. He is the founder of Bridal Glory International and now Bridal Glory Church and Black Bridal Glory Academy. And so it's my absolute joy. I'm so excited to welcome into the conversation with me today, Brian Gurin. Brian, welcome. Wow, thank you so much for having me, Liz. You know, I love you and honor you to no end, you and Wes, and I'm super grateful to do anything with you. So thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, it's a joy. I'm so excited. Like we were talking just before we came on air, you know, I really felt the heavy presence of the Lord and I was just preparing my spirit for today's conversation. I could feel the holiness mm-hmm. of just something of, you know, something of the holiness of what Jesus has actually given you of himself recently, like the experience that you've had. So can we start there, Brian? Because I know it's just going to bless and empower people all over the world. The nook of knowing him is what you've entitled the most recent experience you've had, isn't it? So can can we start there? Will you share with us something of what's happened? Yeah, of course. Um, it was a recent experience where uh, one morning, you know, I was spending time with the Lord and, and it was a prolonged time. Thank, thank goodness, you know how it is it, with the schedule being busy. I, I believe I had blocked some time off extra that day with my assistant. And, and then I won't be getting back to emails for a little bit. So it was just really hitting a sweet spot. And um, out of nowhere, I go into this vision where I, I saw the Lord um, off in this nook. Yeah, and as you mentioned, that's the best verbiage I can give it. You know, I don't know if I have a verse for it, but I'll first off say this, and you would totally can, can totally relate. And that's what I love about this experience. It wasn't, you know, what, what I would put in some of the top as far as like, wow, experiences like heavenly or whatever angelic or just wild but i would say the weight of it with me personally might be you know up at the very very top because it was what it revealed and being with the lord and uh and i even think that says a lot the nature by which i saw him it just wrecked me uh, in such a precious way and so yeah I'm, i'm just being with the lord i could feel myself aligning in a deep precious way in his presence when all of a sudden i was able to see in this visionary state, uh, this nook, you know, it basically, it went back off into the shaded kind of corner and it got more narrow the further it went back there. And it was just the Lord Jesus himself um, sitting in a chair with, with his legs crossed as you do very relaxed, peaceful state. But first off, the thing I, I had never seen him quite like this before, the, the immense humility that was on him wrecked me. Um, I, I pray that we would, I feel like he's looking for that as well in his bride to reflect w- what he carries like never before, just such humility. And, uh, just, it was so, so beautiful. And, but he was looking out from that nook. I knew out amidst his church and out towards his bride and longing, you know, those spiritual experiences where nothing needs to be said. You just know, 
Yeah. Yeah. And so he was, nothing was ever, no, no words were exchanged, but I knew everything I was seeing. And I knew he was sitting back in this nook longing for somebody to come back there and just be with him, simply to be with him, to love him. And uh, it was shaded like, and that's where I, when I tell this experience, I try to explain it wasn't some big vibrant, you know, glory colors and heavenly, you know, it was actually very um, plain and which I think was needed for this setting. Mm. So much so that I feel like, it, you know, figuratively speaking, if we're not careful in life, we can pass this nook by very easily. We can miss him in this place and in this posture. And I, and I could tell he was sitting in such a place of security, humility, but yet longing for love. And I knew he wasn't even going to raise the slightest movement to get attention or anything. If you didn't see him if, you know, in and of yourself or to pursue him, you could miss it. And the, the intimacy that was on it, the humility, the whole thing, I just began to weep and I was crying like a baby. And, uh, you know, when you cry and it's like just ugly face, <laughs> I was crying like that. Yeah, totally. That's, that's me every funny. time. <laughs> that's how it is with me. Yeah, when it's intimacy, I weep. And uh, yeah. And so I ran out of area on my shirt from just wiping tears. I literally had to come out of it and go get a like a, a towel out of the restroom because I was crying so bad in a in a in an amazing, beautiful way. And I began to realize. You know, we were already in a similar theme throughout the word. I'm seeing it more and more, but just the height of all of life, I believe at the end of the day is to know him yeah. intimately, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, and uh, I think far too often, if we're not careful, like I said, we can be out in the hustle and bustle of life, which is the kingdom and it's good. And he does it all. We should earnestly covet the gifts the great commission, heal the sick, raise the dead, prophesy, earnestly desire that you may prophesy, Paul writes. And he does all that and he's proud and loves it. He's looking out from the nook, so proud of us. He does it all. We can't do anything without him. But I think far too often, if we're not careful, we may get busy in the lights of what everybody else sees and neglect actually the most glorious place of all of going back there to know him. And what was beautiful is it got real narrow, meaning the deeper you got back there, all it could end up being was you and him. There was no other motive for going back there. You couldn't even go to him for anything to come back out of it for something for yourself. It was just him and him alone. And uh, it really wrecked me. So I began to see throughout scripture more and more, you know, how you see Paul write it, mm -hmm. Philippians 3. You know, he yeah. kind of is given a resume on his life and all and what normally we would hang our hat on. But when he compares it to knowing him, he, he says it's all you know, basically rubbish or garbage. And um, it was funny, recently I was listening to Leonard Ravenhill, uh, love him dearly. And mm -hmm. I was on a plane or something, just really get stirred by Leonard Ravenhill. And he said, he, I'd never heard this before, but I loved it. He said, he likened the gospels, the synoptic gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke to the outer courts, to the gospel of John as the inner courts and John chapter 17 to the Holy of Holies. And John 17, three says, this is eternal life that we may know you. And yeah. uh, you start to see Jesus at the end of, you know, everyone's lives. He, that's where the assessment falls in place, how much we knew him or he knows us. You know, it's basically uh, one and the same. But uh, yeah, just wrecked me in a precious way. And I think it's freeing, you know, because you and I both know that the gifts flow from that place anyway. All of the 
mighty exploits that the Lord does. It's from that place. And it can be quite freeing that we don't have to feel like we have to have some great stature in our, you know, upon us to fulfill our assignment. But if we would focus on that main thing and then come out of that place and fulfill the great commission, it, it'll be glorious. So, yeah. It's just, Brian, thank you. I can feel the holiness and <laughs> sharing. And I actually feel quite undone listening to you because I can feel the Lord's heart, him longing to be known by us. I've been having experiences as well. And when you were speaking, I thought, yeah, you know, before you mentioned the scripture in John, that's what I kept thinking. This is the pure gospel, isn't it? It's like, mm -hmm. this is eternal life, knowing him. So good. Know, it, the gospel, I think this is what the spirit of God's doing at the moment. He's stripping away the distractions and everything else. He's giving us that fresh grace and that fresh passion. I'm noticing this and I, I'm experiencing it myself and I'm noticing it in the body of Christ to literally put away all other loves, just mm -hmm. to come back and prioritize him. Because like you said, you know, we do all of the greater works. You know, we go out there and heal the sick and, and cleanse the lepers and raise the dead and all the works of Jesus flowing through us. But unless we truly know him, mm -hmm. there isn't going to be sufficient power flowing so through us. But actually, even above that, above all the magnificent things we can partner with him in, in the end, it's about, there's nothing that fulfills us in life totally, is there? It's all about knowing Jesus. And, you know, I had, um, I had an, an experience, Brian, where I was taken forward in time. I was mm. taken to the final day. Holy, I'm going to get completely blasted sharing this. I can mm. feel the Lord just pouring out of me. I was in the final moment of human history where just before eternity begins if i can use that language and we were all there the whole of the bride at the end of human history was gathered and it was the second before jesus came into full view in mm. entirety for the first time and there were just billions and billions of us all there home and i experienced the moment he came into view jesus came into view and there was this just rapturous explosion of like ecstatic screaming joy <laughs> just beyond words and it just the sound just boomed into me and it left me it marked me with um you know the encounters do but the only thing that matters is jesus wow like, culmination of history as we know it's a wedding right it's a wedding it's just him he paid the price and so i i agree with you i think that that is what he wants right now so i've been feeling it's this yearning to come back and just put away the distractions and know him because mm -hmm. there's an opportunity he wants to open his heart to us at the moment That's so, so, good. so tell me and, and i agree with you as well like this um the humility you know, just did you come out of that experience, Brian, changed? Did you notice a difference in yourself? Well, Lord, like you said, there was no language between you. There was just an infusion, like heart to heart communication. How, what happened to you when you came out? Yeah. So that that vision you shared, was that since I talked to you, with you last? That was recent? The last no. day? Okay. Wow. The last day, no. <laughs> that was a little while ago, but it, it, it just came back when you were talking then. I was like, yeah, that, mm -hmm. that changed my life. Of course, it's an understatement, yeah. you know. I it just has stayed with me that I know that's all of history is heading to that point. We're heading to that. That's the combination of life. That moment. We live for that moment. And so to me, there is like with you, there's nothing more important than knowing him. 
knowing i want to know every expression of his face yeah i'm always saying to jesus keep me obsessed with you you know because <laughs> he does like one moment and you're never the same are you so. Uh -huh. so yeah to answer your question i would hope so you know i think like you said yeah. i would not be transformed any given moment you experience him where whether it be visionary state his manifest presence his deep word you know and so um mm -hmm. yeah but it, it sure wrecked me and and um I just find it more and more in the word and want to know him like you said to another thing i'm loving and I feel like he's been illuminating from that is to know him, but also like you just mentioned his, the full expression of who he is to fully really know him. Cause I think if we're not careful, sometimes we, you know, pigeonhole the thing or we're a bit dogmatic and just certain slants that we prefer. Mm -hmm. But lately as well, I've been, he's been highlighting it to me and throughout the word, even the harder things to swallow that are still so beautiful of who he is, you know, the narrow gate, you know, taking up your cross and, and uh, the sufferings of the Lord with the resurrection, just all of it, the full counsel of, of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. These things like, it's funny because they're, I know they're not real popular to preach, but I feel such oil on them in this hour. And they still tie back into knowing him because it's fully who he is. And I think it's beautiful. And I think, you know, I know you would agree that the bride truly is rising up and they're just hungry for him, whether it's popular, costly, which we know all of it's not really that costly when you start to see it truly through the lens of him because he's, he's worth it all. But it's um, it's beautiful. You know, it's it's just awesome. So that, that fully knowing him from all facets, you know. Uh, yeah, totally. There was another experience which you will totally relate to. It's it's, a, it's connected to what we're talking about here. This was mm -hmm. a very recent experience <clears throat> and it was about the rising up of the bride. It was about again, feeling this yearning in the heart of Jesus to be known by us, to come apart and to be with him mm. and to allow him to transform our hearts, you know, to, so that there's nothing other than love that motivates us, that our hearts are, I mean, I love what you said about the humility. You were feeling him sitting there in humility, you know, and it was wrecking you. And this, it's like, um, when you were speaking, I could feel a purity on your speech, you know, the, the virtue of his purity that had imparted into you through that experience, you know, I could just feel it. Mm -hmm. And that, that um, so I've been, the experiences I've been having, I've been like infused knowledge coming into me, you know, from the heart of God, like he does and, and going lower on the inside. Wow. And realizing like in order for us to co-reign with him and to walk in the authority and power he wants to entrust with us, we have to go so low. So in love with him, just, in our hearts prostrate before him so i saw something of where we're going as the bride i saw I, jesus came in front of me and he i saw his heart burning with fire and he pressed his heart to my heart and my heart just combusted and came alive and and then as that happened i could feel the longing of his heart again for us to just come aside and to know him and then as our hearts joined there was this pillar of light, like just this explosion of light that came up from the center of our union as bride and bridegroom. And it began to move out across the earth. And the Lord said to me, my heart is the center of all things. Mm. And it was from this place of just being, which is how you walk, you know, it's just this utterly in love, completely obsessed with Jesus, going hard after him. 
and then pursuing him wanting to really really deeply know him and it's from this place and then of just utter surrender which is where he's taking us to there's going to be this massive explosion of supernatural sovereignty that comes out from the heart of God through us through our union and I believe that's what governance is going to start to look like I think the bride will govern from her intimacy mm. you know, and her humility will enable that we'll be able to be trusted with true power and effectiveness you need to be able to to move out and see the prayers answered and see the earth change, you know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just the most amazing time we're in, isn't it? Has the Lord shown you anything, Brian, of that, of like the of the governance that's coming now? You mean like the the kingdom on the earth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, revelation of who He is as King. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have to think. I, uh, but I completely agree. You know, I do. Mm-hmm remember some time ago I was just sharing this where I, you know I feel like I was just teaching out of Isaiah 60 you know where and it's funny that that light yeah. I've been teaching, just seeing it in a fresh way the uh, just ascended lifestyle of Jesus Moses and Elijah who we know more or less will return in Revelation 11 right before the Lord returns I see the, this model upon them all um, you see the two witnesses in Revelation 11 that they really their resumes at least look like Elijah and Moses. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and then I see the connection with Jesus, how they all lived ascended lives. You know, Jesus, Matthew 17, trans- he arises and shines, you know, Isaiah 60. Moses arises, shines. Elijah, he lived on, you know, on top of the hill, even at the end, you know. And uh, so just as you're mentioning, I do believe our Isaiah 60, although we know that's the future glory of Israel, I believe like you're mentioning, and it's funny you mentioned that pillar of light exploding. Yeah. Yeah, that more and more, hopefully we would live an ascended life detached from these lowly things because up there it's, the, the company and crowd gets more few. Jesus mm-hmm. only, only allowed Peter, James, and John out of the 12 up there. Mm-hmm. But the purity, the potency, the illumination from knowing him in a deep way is how you then come down, cast out devils. And that's where Isaiah 60, you know, says, arise shine your light has come but also deep darkness will cover the earth and i think we're gonna and we are going to continue to see a clear separation of bright bright pure light upon the bride filled with glory and power the mm-hmm. even leading to the powers of the age to come and then deep darkness covering the earth mm-hmm. while yet we know there'll be a great harvest in it but i believe like you, you're mentioning you know the governance the kingdom of god in a fresh way um just having great impact from that place of intimacy purity you know, that you see the fear of the Lord come, you know, Matthew 17, Jesus ascends. And I think we had touched on this last time. And then there comes the cloud to cover in the fear of the Lord. And, and um, so I believe it's all going to be kind of wrapped in the same, but, but yeah, really excited. So. Yeah, that's right. Re- yeah. The Lord has been speaking to me in a similar way, Brian, mm-hmm. but he's talked to me about as being in Moses generation, those that will literally shine with the glory of God because <laughs> we're spending so much time in the presence of the King. Yeah. It's, it's so expert becomes so experiential for us. So yeah, that we're just, we, we have our Moses moments and we're just glowing, we're shining, we're radiating the nature of God. And that's, we're dripping the King, right? Everywhere we go. And I do think that it's the bride shining, the one that you said, arise, shine, your light has come, the glory of God has, has risen upon you. Deep darkness covers the earth, but the light, the light. So I agree with you. I think that is the time that we're in, definitely. 
and that that, that, uh, that that's why I think the Lord is drawing us into this place of intimacy and to let go of the things that don't matter well, right yeah. and like you said I love what you said to live the ascended life mm-hmm. because it's it's tuning in isn't it to where we already actually are right ah. seated with him <laughs> so good <laughs> oh, just an amazing time okay so can you give us a few keys for people who are still struggling Brian so obviously this is we're talking about you know where the Lord is taking us all now but if some a lot of people are struggling with fear you know as you know and anxiety and feeling oppressed and far away from the Lord you know shut down in their sensory awareness can you give us a few keys like what do you do to nurture your relationship with Jesus yeah yeah that's a great question um I would say practically, you know, and I think sometimes it's quite simple, but sometimes we overcomplicate it. For me, you know, um, it's just as we were mentioning, sometimes you have to make deliberate choices to detach from, you know, the things of this world. You know, I love James. I think 127 says perfect religion is this, that we administer to the widows and orphans in their distress, but also to keep oneself unstained from the world. And you see uh, even Paul exhort Timothy. He says, look, um, if you want to be used as a special utensil for God, one simple prerequisite, he says, keep yourself pure. Mm-hmm. And we know that we cannot stay pure outside of Jesus. It's all done in and through him. But I do believe there's choices we can make practically, like you just said, living detached. Mm-hmm. You see John the Baptist and these set apart ones that always forerun the coming of the Lord. And and they just lived a bit detached, you know, and, and I believe often if we're dealing with fear and unbelief and things like this, mm. sometimes we need to watch the sources that we're opening ourselves up to that feed that. And so for me, one of the easy ones is just if, it, if it's not the word, you know, I'm a bit simple, but if it's not the word of life, his manifest presence, his face shining, anything to do with him, I really, I don't need it. I'm, I live pretty detached, you know, yeah, and more and more because I, I just don't need it. And I, I know people think, well, you're not going to be relevant or whatever it may be, but I just, I don't see that in the world. I, I feel like relevance is knowing him yeah. and your most powerful uh, vantage point in the earth is knowing him. And so um, I would say, first off that, you know, let the Holy Spirit by his loving kindness, his goodness, no condemnation. But I believe he's speaking more and more to the bride, Revelation 19, to prepare herself and get ready, which we know is a cooperation with him. And that's mm-hmm. kind of part of that ascended life detaching. You, you always saw the people at the base of the mountain where the, the crowds were larger with Moses. They were forming golden calves with Jesus and the Mount of Transfiguration. The disciples were in unbelief. And there's devils they couldn't count. There's mixture, you know, figuratively speaking. And mm-hmm. when you live ascended, you're a bit detached and you're, his voice is so much more clear. His mm-hmm. presence is, is more potent and real. And like mm-hmm. you said, you're really just aligning to where we already are, you know, that what Jesus paid for us. So that first detachment. No, Brian. No, sorry. It's that? very powerful what you're saying because you're, this is how you live from heaven to earth, isn't it? From the ascended wow. place. In. Oh, so yeah. this is really, really powerful. Yes, that's so good. And um, so practically, you know, I would think far too often, um, we just allow, you know, Song of Solomon, I think, to the little foxes that come in that say clearly destroy the vine if we're not careful. And sometimes it's not blatant sin, it's just habitual. And if we can, by his goodness, begin to detach more and more and then just go deep into his word 
his presence, uh, meditate, chew on the word of God. The Bible says meditate day and night. You know, um, I love, I think Psalm 119, how can a young man keep his way pure by staying, uh, you know, keeping his ways according to the word. And, um, but also another one I love, I don't hear talked about a whole lot is praying in the Holy spirit, praying in tongues. The Bible says it edifies your spirit. and mm. keeps us, I believe, full staying in you know, fresh baptisms of the spirit. If you're not filled for the people that may be listening, pray for Jesus to baptize you in the spirit and pray in tongues, stay in the word, adore Jesus, worship him, stay in his presence. And you can't help, but become like that, what you spend time with, you know, and uh, yeah, you'll begin to just walk in. You can't not fulfill destiny if you love him first. So, yeah. Do you know, as soon as you said that, Brian, I thought, gosh, you know, even psychologists tell us you become like the, is it the three or four people that you spend most time with? You, wow, I never knew that. That makes sense. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually a proven scientific and psychological fact. Wow. <laughs> you think about that, you know, that's like, so the wisest thing we can ever do, right, with our time is to spend time with Jesus. We become yeah. like the ones we spend our most time with, right? Mm -hmm. That's so, so important. So be like Moses and just live face to face with him, giving him that time and let him just flood you, right? Flood you so we can rise as a shining one, which is actually the truth of who we are anyway. That is so practical and so powerful. It's the word of God. Yeah, and it's over and over and over in Paul's letters, isn't it? It's like just to eat where he's exhorting us to live a holy life, to follow the way that he lived. Like he was yeah. telling, you know, the church, the early churches, do what I do so good i do yeah it's just so important isn't it that we follow the ways of righteousness as well as abiding in the one who is righteousness wow. yeah. you know and, and i do the same as you i'm very careful not to be influenced by the narrative of the world system Love that. I, you know by the news feeds and i i i make sure that i immerse myself like you do in the word of god in worship make sure that i'm living from an ascended perspective from the reality of god's perspective and that's my influence. And because otherwise we, you know, I, I think to be full of power, to be full of Jesus, we've, we've got to be full of God. We've got to stay yeah. full, haven't we? Like you said, whoa, I feel the Lord there baptized. <laughs> okay, so finishing. Oh my goodness, I could talk to you for hours and hours. Okay, could I ask you, Brian, um, to just pray, what, I prophesy whatever is in your spirit. But what I wanted to come in agreement with you for as well is that people who need to be filled up afresh with a baptism who <laughs> of Jesus would receive that. So can I ask you to pray? Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so thank you, Jesus. Yeah, each and every one hearing this, um, I pray right now, just begin to, to look into the face of Jesus I love how David wrote, I set the Lord always before me. The Bible says nobody can come to the Father, but through Jesus, just begin to see Jesus. He is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit and fire. And right now, I just bless you, each and every one. Uh, is it, I don't know if somebody's going to see this in Sweden. I just saw like the Swedish... Uh, uh, fish out of nowhere something with somebody listening to this in sweden be be touched by the power of god even now be filled with the spirit and your your mighty presence right now flood homes the cafes every, everywhere this is being heard and seen be filled with the holy spirit even now fresh tangible glory 
Jesus be glorified, be, be set up in the throne of our heart. I pray that your word would come alive in each and every one, your presence be so tangible and real. I pray for a holy addiction. It'll be such a holy hunger come upon people to know you, to detach from things that, um, you know, the, the sins that so easily entangle us, the Bible talks about that, that weight, weight us down and slow us down and attach to Jesus in a deep, deep way. Raise up your bride, Lord. Thank you for, for Liz, my gosh. Bless her as you already are immensely. Thank you for this ministry touching the nations of the world. Be glorified. I pray you even heal bodies right now. Work miracles. Let there be testimonies that glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. And, and I just, anybody even in prayer right now receiving, I want to encourage you, begin to just by faith, pray in the spirit. Start with what you have and just spend, spend time, go deep, put on some anointed music, go deep in, in the presence and he'll meet you there. As you receive fresh baptisms of the spirit, fresh infillings, as you become enveloped in his presence. First love burn bright in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh -huh. ah, I agree. And I want to just add one thing there. When you were praying then, Brian, the Lord reminded me of an extract that I read years ago from Elizabeth, who was John Wesley's intercessor. Hmm. His, her journal, and she'd written it years later. And she was referring to the moment where John Wesley got baptized when he met the Moravians. Wow. And she said, she described them all receiving together as they met the Moravians, the baptism of love. And she says these astounding words after just after that account. She says, and from that moment, we never sinned again. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, that's amazing. I and that, that just came to mind when you were, when you were, it came into my heart when you were praying then. So wow. we agree. They had become so completely by the power of Holy Spirit aligned into the new creation nature. Mm. They, they had shifted. They had been so fully filled with love. And then that became the mark of their ministry. They believed that everything they did was to be compelled, that it was possible for man and for men and women to be supernaturally compelled by love. And of course, the they then went on to do you know, the works of the Reformation. They changed society. They changed the world. <laughs> Revival became powerful Reformation. And it started with the baptism of love as they met the Moravians. And so we agree, we agree that that <laughs> yeah. right now, that will be your experience. Yes, <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we agree. We agree that this would be the most amazing week of your life, that you would go into an experience with Jesus that would totally transform your life completely. <laughs> oh man brian thank you thank you for being on and sharing the treasures over me you're such a blessing we just oh, want to you. honor you and yeah yeah thank you for having me liz such an honor as always yeah yeah and have like i said have the most amazing week look forward to being with you again next week god bless Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com, 
and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.